Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are uh, Monday uh, in February, second week of February already. How about that? Good morning. We are uh, moving along. Um, been working uh, quite a while here on uh, overcoming uh, worry, fear, and anxiety. Uh, yeah, which, we're kind of getting the home stretch of this study yep, now, right? Yep, getting down the last uh, few pieces of it. Um, it's been a uh, interesting study and uh, lots of comments about mm-hmm. uh, it's been helping people really understand, you know, the truth of it and uh, uh, understand, yeah, it, you know, we are going to have things that cause us, uh, you know, worry, fear, and anxiety, and that's okay. Uh, it's The question is really what do we do with that? Um, right. And that life, because he said, you know, Jesus said in life you're going to have trouble, things that don't work, things that are against you, uh, relationships, yeah. businesses. And we are not immune to that. We are not <laughs> immu- immune to that. And um, uh, things can be frustrating uh, with what you expected, you know, isn't mm-hmm. isn't the way it's playing out. Or somebody who said they're going to take care of you, you know, like a – somebody in your service industry, <clears throat> I'm going to show up at your house and do something, you know, they don't show up. Uh, or, you know, one of the things that uh, is going on right now with supply chain issue is uh, certain things you can't get, you know, like we're doing a retreat, we're getting a, re- a retreat coming up this weekend and Linda's getting right. re- ready for it. And she typically, uh, there's one meal that she likes to do uh, is a uh, lasagna and then um, uh, garlic bread. Uh, well, she goes, we go to, go to the store this weekend, and um, she can't find anything. It's, oh, it's yeah, that's phys- happening a lot around phys- here, too. physically not there. Uh, I mean, yeah. like, think about, they don't have any any garlic bread at all mm-hmm. in any place, frozen, unfro- nothing. Right. Uh, and the lasagna things are gone. You know, they're not there either. Well frustrating <laughs> right right absolutely uh, you know so okay now what do I got to do and I got to go process and I got to think of something different and this was easy and I don't want to make it hard and mm-hmm. uh, you can see how it you know it causes you to just have a little bit of of anxiety or fear of well what I thought and particularly the way that things used to be pretty regular so she could go to the store and it would be there Right. Well, it's not there. Uh, right. another, another example, um, and I know you're you're in the same boat because you've uh, Dan has ordered a Bronco uh, from, yes. from Ford. <laughs> well, um, we tip we we have two cars typically, and uh, because of of what happened with the used car market, uh, and my car uh, was at a point where it was a good point to sell it. We sold it, and God said, "Yes, sell it." And we, we actually sold it for higher than I even paid for it originally three years ago. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Um, and and by the way, we always we always buy uh, ones that are already kind of semi used. You know, it's either a dealer or uh, demo, or it's it's got ten twelve thousand miles on it because then the depreciation is gone. 
uh, and I sold it for <laughs> way higher than, than you know than what I bought. You know, so it was like wow. Uh, but um, I've been trying to get a different car. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's two or three different types that you know, and I'm. I like cars, but it's it, hard to come by a car right now, though, right? It's hard to come right? by a car, you know, <laughs> and I like cars, and there are certain ones that are, that, you know, are more attractive than others. Um, the ones that go really fast. A long, a long time ago, <laughs> uh, actually, when Lynn and I were first <laughs> married, um, I was, I was really a, a big car enthusiast, right? A big time, and it was really, really, really important the car I drove, uh, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, we had a Camaro. I bought a Camaro, um, and back then, you know, this is in the '70s. Um, a car, I could buy a brand new Camaro for three uh-huh. for three thousand dollars. Wow! <laughs> uh, can you imagine that? Uh, no. <laughs> and so, uh, again, what I had learned, um, I had already learned debt and and thriftiness, and uh, so I I saved up. And I and I had I was blessed even out of high school with amazing jobs in the computer industry that paid me I mean relatively speaking a lot of money while I'm going to school. Right. So I'm getting really really good money. Um, so I saved. So up. you were not the broke top ramen student that I was. I was not. <laughs> no. um, I. I had a really nice car, and I took I took Linda out to really nice places, and we went to concerts, and um, I was not that. Um, okay. Uh, my dad, by the way, was a surgeon, and he had said to me, uh, "You know, I'll I'll, I'll give you money," mm-hmm. and I said, "No, um, I'm going to earn it myself. You know, I'm right. going to take care of it myself," and I did. Uh, Good for which, you. Which was my dad was happy. He said, "Yeah, sure, go ahead." <laughs> I like this. This is all uh, yeah. right. But I but I learned value of working and money and saving right. and um, and so I saved up and bought a brand new Camaro, um, and it was a hot car and mm-hmm. um, it was it, it was really really important to me you know to have that car and make sure it's always perfect and clean and nothing scratches it you know and all that. Uh, of course I get married to Linda and um, <laughs> uh, she might have even shared this uh, uh, on this on the thing about. She winds up uh, uh, hitting the the uh, corner oh, of her that's house. Right, I have heard yeah. this story. Yeah, hits the corner of her house, which you know she didn't admit it, and so it was like there's a, there's a ninety degree angle in my bumper. You know, like how did that happen? You know, something Linda, happened. I said, Linda, did you did you hit the corner of the house? You don't know. Um, and uh, and uh, later later on, it came out. Yeah, I did. And uh, well, it was then. Because I was so so bent on this perfect car, mm-hmm. that even then it was kind of revealed to me like, eh, why do you care that much about that? You know, right? Uh, don't let that uh, impact your life. And uh, yeah, enjoy a car, but don't get so you know enamored. Right. So so ever and since don't don't let it become an idol. Never you know? never become an idol. <laughs> so from that point forward, to me it was more economic. Uh, is I'm going to buy a nice car, but it's always going to be at the right price, right. I, can, I can trade it in so it has a warranty to it, and um, I'm not gonna buy a super expensive car because it's it's a bad deal. Right, uh, So I'm just right. gonna get a nice deal. So here we are, um, I need a car. Uh, so I've got two, three different options, and they're all reasonably, actually low priced, relatively lower priced. 
Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, and I order. Mm-hmm. Guess what? None of them comes Month. out. They're not coming yeah. out. Um, I've had one on I the order for that. six months. I've had another one for three months. I've got three of them on order because as soon as I get one, waiting I'll, to see who comes in, <laughs> and I'll cancel the other ones. But right. Uh, because of the supply chain issue, um, I'm not getting a car. Well, that's that's stressful, right? Because we're just one car, and and Linda sometimes says, "I need, hey, I need the car," uh, <laughs> and so you can't just go and take it, and I got to take you, or I, you know, we, and it's it's a hassle. Takes some coordination, yeah. It's a hassle, and the problem is, is that what we thought was the normal way of living. Mm-hmm. Up until now, it's like if you want to buy a car, you just went and buy a car. Right. I, I've, I've tried for m- months after months after months. I can't get one. Uh, it's remarkable, you know. So we can see why why yeah. why uh, we wind up with worry, fear, and anxiety yeah. because well, and I like the way that you described it when we first started. This was there was especially with COVID going on, but but generally across the board, a low level of infection. Yes. You know, and I think we're living in a couple year period plus now where low level infection is everywhere. And so it doesn't take a whole lot to put us over the tipping point. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And the uh, uh, when you think about that, it's kind of I'm sick and tired of it. You know, that's yeah. how, that's what people say. I'm just sick and tired of always having this right. struggle or I try to go to a restaurant and um there's all these open tables, and they right. say you got to wait an hour and a half. Right. Wait, wait a minute. All the, these tables are open. It's not mm-hmm. about the open table. It's about we don't have staff, right, to serve you. Uh, oh man, you know. So you can't you can't just say okay, great, let's get in the car and go eat somewhere because we may you know try that place. Nope. Try that place. Nope. And it, it's a at this low level of infection. It's just like yeah. oh for heaven's sakes. <laughs> uh, you know, you're frustrated by it. Um, so, and I can't even take take the anger uh, to where now anything that reminds you of that. Uh, right. If the county says, "Hey, by the way, like you're like you're experiencing in Boston, hey, we're going to shut everything down again," well, that makes you, you know, people in the Boston area that can, <laughs> can make them mad. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they right. already have a low level infection, and on top of it, it's just, oh, brother, here we go again. Right. You know, and and I think that's <clears> where you're seeing like these outrageous rampages that you're hearing about on airlines and planes having yeah. to turn around because yeah. people lose it and you know whatever i think a lot of it starts in that low level of infection you know yeah yeah and it just it pushes you to the point where you just you know explode or blow and lose lose control um uh, and we can see why you know why it's so there so uh, as we learned about this it's not about that uh you should never have it mm-hmm. it's gonna well you're gonna have it Right. Um, and your first reaction is going to be a little bit of worry. I wonder what's going to happen. Fear of, oh, this could be bad. Even even a, this anxiety of nothing is really getting handled here or nothing's getting resolved. And maybe it's going to go on and on and on and on and on. You know? And so there's right. that uh, anxiety, including anxiety disorders. Uh, and the goal, the, the purpose would be, man, um, I wish I could get these resolved, but probably not. Right. And see, God says, uh, yeah, I will. How about if I do that? How about if I resolve all of them? 100% mm-hmm. of them, I'll resolve them. Now, again, and this goes back to what we've learned is 
it's born out of the covenant. Um, I'm going to bless you. And we're going to we're going to have a series on the covenant, so you guys will understand the depth of that. But fundamentally, it's I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Uh, in spite of this difficulty, in spite of this trouble, in spite of this problem you got, let me resolve it. Right. So that you can get back to enjoying life that I have planned for you. And what I, what he says, I really- Even in the midst of difficulty. That's the key, yeah, is yes. that I want to have you enjoy things in the middle of it mm-hmm. because of two things. One, he says, in the world you're gonna have it. Right. So you can't be thinking, and a lot of people do, if I could just have everything resolved, mm-hmm. then I'll be good. Right. And God will just take care of it from there. And he says, well, you're living in a wicked world and you're going to have trouble, and you're going to have ongoing stress and, tr- and trouble. Stuff's going to happen, and I'm not. I haven't stepped in to change that. What right. I do is resolve it for you, um, huh. which which I can. When do. you walk with me, when, yeah. you, when you walk with me, and I can resolve it. I can give you an answer to this. I'll get it, I'll get it back to where you'll be blessed to be a blessing. So that he said, if you learn this <clears throat> while you have trouble, which interesting enough. Huh. And, I, and if you talk to anybody, including, you know, Linda and I, do are we experiencing trouble today? You know, the answer is yes. Yeah. We've got a list of things mm-hmm. that just haven't been resolved yet, um, what we call our clutter list and things that are still um, needing to be uh, resolved and something new that comes up with the business or comes up with uh, an issue that has to be resolved or the family. Um or the car that I don't get. <laughs> right, right. Um, okay, uh, well, God says, bring it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we've been trying to teach everybody is that uh, don't stay in that fear, worry, and anxiety, but rather mm. go to God, believe he's going to resolve it, ask him to resolve it, uh, get your what we call the sacred assembly together, get your spouse, get your family, get your friends that have a heart to go with you, uh, is to join you with let's let's go see what God would do to resolve this, um, and we and we're going to trust it, and we're going to assist each other. Just being there is a is a strength, and then we're going to confirm what God is saying, and we're going to see it happen together. Which, by the way, it gives us enthusiasm, even when it's for somebody else. That's that's what that's the cool thing about the body is that. You know, you're in the body and you're helping somebody uh, have something resolved, and it is. We rejoice. It builds our faith, yeah, too. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Look at that. Do you see how that? And by the way, it's not a natural look at how clever they were. Mm-hmm. It was always, man, did you see what God did there? Right. Uh, right. How cool is that? You know, to bring, bring, remember, we talked about bringing Him glory. And uh, so trust in Him, bring your people together, uh, believe that He's going to answer. We talked a lot about obedience. Uh, there'll be steps. There'll be instruction. Okay, I want you to follow this path. I need you to get in the right place for me to perform what you're going to do. You know, hey Joshua, we got to cross the, the uh, 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 Jordan, and we're going to go to Jericho and watch what I'm about ready to do in Jericho. But I, <laughs> I need you to cross the Jordan, and right. I need you to walk with me to Jericho. You know. Right. Um, and I loved when we were, when Christine and Jeff O'Brien were on the other day and they um, shared, you know, Christine said something about, you know, I can't jump across a river, but I can go from stone to stone to stone yes. or rock to rock to rock. Right. I forget how she worded it, but yeah. just taking that next step that God le- leads her to that does bring her across that river. And I right. thought that was a great picture of it, you know? 
Yep. Yeah, and we've talked about uh, as we you know coming into a concluding uh, uh, sections now of of Joshua, where he said, well, you know, God has performed what he what he said. Uh, we get to rejoice at that. He said, now by the way, yes, he did it. We occupied mm-hmm. it. We possessed it. But <laughs> there's there's going to be the next. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what are you going to do next? And he says, you can either continue to decide to follow him and serve the Lord, or you're going to go your own way. And if you go your own way, it's going to go back to struggle. If you continue to follow him, you'll continue to have blessedness. And he said, now, as far as me and my house, what does he say? We're going to serve the Lord. Well, we're we're going to, you know. So, <laughs> so um, it's not even that our church is doing that, or it's not even that everybody in our group is doing that. It's, it's really a choice that everyone has to make individually because right. that's what Joshua right. said is that, well. And honestly, we make it moment by moment. Yeah. You know, he said, choose you this day. You know, <laughs> I, I want to think I do it every day and all day, but there are days that I don't, Yeah. you know, and, and I have to be corrected and God has to bring my heart back. Yeah. 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 And by him saying, now, if I was you, I'd, <laughs> I'd let me yeah. do it. Uh, then we talked in Isaiah 60 and 61 about, um, I'm going to I'm going to restore this. Uh, I am going to uh, fulfill what I say. You can trust me. Uh, you'll experience it. You'll rejoice. Uh, let me do it. Occupy what I have to give you. Um, and that gets us to uh, another uh, set of verses. And this is really pretty, pretty cool. There's a lot of depth here that we'll spend some time in. Uh, Zechariah uh, 8. Uh, and again, he's um, he's a contemporary of Jeremiah. Um, and he's, you know, he's speaking to the nation of Israel, um, and he's basically saying, most of you aren't really going to follow me, but I'm, I'm appealing to anyone that has a heart to follow me. I'm going to promise you certain things, even in the middle of the big, big trouble that you're about ready to face. You know, so uh, read Zechariah eight eleven through twenty. But now I will not deal with the remnant of this people as in the former days, declares the Lord of hosts. For there shall be a sowing of peace. The vine shall give its fruit and the ground shall give its produce and the heavens shall give their due. And I will cause the remnant of of this people to possess all these things. And as you have been a byword of cursing among the nations, O house of Judah and house of Israel, so will I save you and you shall be a blessing. Fear not, but let your hands be strong. For thus says the Lord of hosts, as I purpose to bring disaster to you when your fathers provoked me to wrath and I did not relent, says the Lord of hosts, so again I have purposed in these days to bring good to Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. Fear not. These are the things that you shall do. Speak the truth to one another. Render in your gates judgments that are true and make for peace. Do not devise evil in your hearts against one another and love no false oath. For all these things I hate, declares the Lord. And the word of the Lord of hosts came to me, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, The fast of the fourth month, and the fast of the fifth, and the fast of the seventh, and the fast of the tenth, shall be to the house of Judah seasons of joy and gladness and cheerful feast. Therefore love truth and peace. Thus says the Lord of hosts, People shall yet come, even the inhabitants of many cities. Yep. Um, and uh, goes on to say that they want to follow you uh, because they uh, uh, realize that God's with you. Um, so it's really, yeah. it's really a cool statement. Uh, 
So he says, um, <clears throat> well, um, I'm appealing to the remnant. Well, let's talk about that. Um, uh, interesting enough, we, we talk about the end times on our Friday sessions. And uh, we've talked a little bit about this, and we'll probably spend some more time on it over time. But uh, mm -hmm. the remnant, um, and it's always, it's always been both Old and New Testament, uh, right. that um, I offer to everybody mm -hmm. God's truth. I offer, like, for example, the covenant. Right. Every one of my children, God says, and he's talking every believer in the entire world today. He says, my heart, God speaking, is to deliver to you, and I promise to deliver to you the covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Right. Um, now, a lot of people say, ah, no way. Um, I know a lot of people that aren't experiencing that, so that can't right. be true. And God says, <laughs> says yeah. Because... And others attach a fear of the prosperity gospel that has taken that completely out of context yeah, and yeah, yeah, that, all kinds of things to what that promise is too. So there's, yeah, there's yeah. also that. Yeah, because uh, it's uh, it's used um, in a, again, in a fleshly sinful way of, mm -hmm. well, if you do these things, right, then you'll be guaranteed wealth. Right. And you need to do these things, which usually, by the way, the people speaking that, are asking for are asking for, for that to for benefit money. them. Yes, yeah, is, that, is that I want you to send me money, and if you send me money, God will give you this wealth. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like God says. Eh. Uh, when I talk about when He says when I talk about blessing, um, it includes uh, financial freedom. So it's it's not necessarily wealth. It's just that it won't be a burden to you. Right. But all these other aspects of life, and I, and I think uh, uh, Jeff and uh, Christine talked a little bit about it, is they experiencing uh, some sweetness in lots of different places of their life. So the blessing is way, way, way broader right. uh, than that. Lillian and Silvana also, oh, they, yeah. they really pressed into that. They, and they so did. if you That's didn't right. hear their podcast, go back because they really do a good a good job of saying with showing what that looks like yeah. in doubt. Yeah, two Thursdays yeah. ago of uh, talking about the covenant life that they've experienced. Mm -hmm. um, but it's 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 way bigger. But the promise see is there. And mm -hmm. and so he says to all my children, I will tell you, I'm gonna promise you I'm gonna give you the covenant. Uh, now um, a large part of the Christian world doesn't receive it, doesn't care. He says there is a requirement, and you gotta you gotta uh, seek me first right. in, my, in my kingdom, live in my kingdom, and let me deliver to you in the spiritual realm. Uh, and if you choose not to, I will let you not, and you won't experience it. Uh, so here he's talking about, uh, you know, as Zechariah is speaking, is that well, God's appealing to the remnant. Okay, now again, what 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 do you understand as the simple definition of the remnant? Those who are choosing to stay with him. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just I have a heart to actually believe what he says. Right. Listen to what he says. Walk into what he says. Mm -hmm. uh, and let him deliver what he what he promises to deliver. Right. Because I'm going to go be with him, and that's why mm -hmm. uh, you know our our ministry. Uh, is abiding, what we call abiding. Uh, we started out with a whole series on abiding, and, and we'll have a, a summary 
coming up here at the end of this series, just before we get into the covenant, uh, just to remind everybody what that is. But um, it's, uh, it says abide in the vine, stay in the relationship of God. And as you live a, a branch life, letting abiding with him, guess what? Fruit's going to come. Um, and he's the vine dresser. The father's the vine dresser, and he'll direct traffic. Uh, our role is just to stay connected. Exactly. So the, the remnant is really just the simplicity of are you staying connected to the vine? Right. Uh, in that relationship and being led by him and not by you going back to the flesh, I think I will, and I'm going to go do it. He said the remnant are those that um, understand something, is um, I am going to deliver my promise, and you have a heart to go, and by the way, you do experience it, and then right. the more you experience it, by the way, others should want to join the remnant. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but he implies that there is a remnant, and instead of it's not universal, and my will isn't automatic, uh, but rather it's, it's you have a heart to follow. Uh, so he says to the and remnant. And that remnant living, just clarifying, um, there are plenty of people who are genuinely Christians and who are in um, a salvation relationship with Jesus, yes. but are not choosing to, to walk in remnant life. That's right. Yeah. So that Paul, and Paul makes a statement about this in First uh, uh, Corinthians 3. He said, well, um, if you have a genuine relationship with Christ, you will be with him in eternity. Right. Now, how you live is going to de- depend on ultimate reward and, and your enjoyment of the life today. Mm-hmm. And you can have it all wasted, which remember the two million uh, Israelites who were saying, I'm going to take you to the promised land. Right. They said... We're not willing to go. God said, okay. What did they do? They wandered around outside of, God, outside of God's yeah. will and never experienced the beautiful life that God had for them. So, mm-hmm. uh, But they were in relationship with him. So that's kind of the picture of it is that yeah. when we're talking about the remnant, we're not talking about losing your salvation. Uh, we're yeah, talking absolutely about the not. life yeah. of God. And so when we talk and about... And living the, in the fullness of the life he has for us now. Yeah. Uh, and when we yeah. talk about the end... Uh, the, there's going to be a remnant who, as we go into the tribulation, uh, a lot of believers are going to follow uh, the mark of the beast, follow the new world system, and they're going to think it's going to be fine. Uh, there'll be a remnant that God is calling us, and we'll spend some more time on this, and we talk about the end. I'm telling you something different, and I'm, I'm telling you, don't fall for that system. Yeah, you need, pay attention. You need to pay attention <laughs> and follow me. And uh, it's going to get very, very difficult, but I'm going to, I'm going to provide for you. So, uh, be the be part of the remnant, and that's when we talk about at the end, a remnant community, and that's and and it's just having people around you that just have a heart to follow God, because uh, we're going to have to listen together. Okay, what what's God going to show us and prepare and, and that kind of thing? So we'll talk about that. But here he's talking about, um, I'm talking to those that have a heart to follow me, um, and he said, here's my promise. Uh, first of all, uh, he said the word, uh, you know, the seed shall be prosperous. Okay, we know something about that. Uh, Jesus talks about the parable of the seed. What's he, what's he talking about when Jesus talks um, about the seed? The seed and the sower. When we're sharing, when, honestly, when we're sharing our faith and we're sharing the gospel with people and it falls on different types of soil is this what you're talking about yeah, yeah. And, said, and, said, and some so when you bloom when, and become fruitful some get snuffed out when you're uh he said the seed is the word of god mm-hmm. um and it's what soil does it wind up in uh yeah and so he said 
if you're if you're have a heart to follow me, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm going to resolve this issue that you've got, my word will perform what it says. Mm-hmm. Uh, will be prosperous. Will will right. succeed. So that and we've talked about this is that if you got a problem, which we do, what's what's our first question to God? What do you have to say about this? What do you got to say about this? What's your word mm-hmm. and your promise to this that he mm-hmm. says, I will guarantee you right. it'll succeed. Mm-hmm. What I speak, and, what, and we're talking about that we have a role in this, but he said, what I speak, it's going to prosper. It's going to fulfill the resolution to your problem. You can trust me. Right. Uh, but with the seed, the word is going to succeed so uh, let me let me speak to it uh, and then he says uh, your produce or the or the, the what's going to happen in your farming is going to yield its increase uh, yeah. okay uh, so he's saying there that the activity that I'm going to do to resolve this issue is going to be be tangible uh, it won't be hypothetical it's not going to be, oh, yeah, it's nice spiritual stuff. No, he said it's going to be real. So, you know, in the Israeli uh, culture, it was, you know, what you planted in the ground, well, it had to grow and it had to produce, right. it had to produce you know, uh, harvest. And that's what he's saying is, hey, by mm-hmm. the way, that is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will physically be taken care of. This issue that you've got, you know, will be physically, you know, taken care of, you know, you can trust it. Um, and then he said that the heaven will produce its due. Uh, this is really cool. So uh, what, what do you think that refers to? Um, I picture that, you know, heaven's giving, it says the heaven shall give their due. I picture that as really God doing what only God can do. Yeah. You true. know, there's not something I can do to manipulate that. Um, or even to take part in, you know, I, there are other parts that I can have steps in, but then this, I can do nothing to make the heavens produce their due. Yeah. This is something that he has to do. That's the supernatural. Yeah. And, and, uh, again, the water, uh, he's referring to the life of the Holy spirit, uh, mm-hmm. is that the spiritual life of what refreshment that the Holy spirit is going to bring, mm-hmm. uh, it'll refresh you mm. while I'm resolving this issue. Uh, oh, that's good. Your ground is uh, producing its increase, uh, and it said the vine, you know, will produce its fruit, uh, mm-hmm. so that the result. Remember, and that's what the whole analogy of abiding in the vine is: is that he says, if you abide in the the vine, he said, uh, you'll you'll have uh, fruit. You will bear much more fruit. fruit much fruit. <laughs> Uh, in yeah. other words, the result of the process mm-hmm. produces real fruit. And, and he describes right. the fruit in a couple of different ways. One, my nature mm-hmm. is, is uh, transformed into the nature of Christ. Right. So that, like for example, and we're talking about the series of, of fear, worry, and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and again, I just I tend to think of things really simply, and I try to help people see things simply. Uh, we have the Gospels, right? Did we see Christ go to worry, fear, and anxiety? 
No. No. Did he have a lot of trouble? Yes. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Including his own disciples, who he would say mm -hmm. stuff to, and they didn't get it at all. Right. Um, and he would say, oh, you know, how long do I got to put up with you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have little faith. Uh, and so, well, okay, the life of Christ, he didn't, through the Gospels, half the time say, yeah, I'm really, I'm really worried about this. Yeah, I'm really afraid of How's this. How's this going to turn uh, out? <laughs> I don't know. You know, uh, this could be bad. You know, it was like, well, don't you understand what, what God is up to? Uh, don't you understand what the Father's up to? And, uh, you know, they're middle of the storm. You know, um, right. are you guys not uh, not willing to listen and understand, you know, what the what the what what's available to you? Um, he's asleep. <laughs> he's asleep in the boat. Right, um, right. And they had to wake him up. And they're all, mm -hmm. they all think we're going to die. You know, and he says, oh, for heaven's sakes. Um, so, so he wasn't. So when, when our nature is transformed, as we walk with him and he starts to, to say, my word will be, will be uh, done, the ground will yield its increase. The Holy Spirit will uh, demonstrate the refreshment that he's going to offer you now, the life that he has now. There'll be a fruit to that. There'll be a result of that. The vine will yield its fruit. And your life will change from a pattern oh. of fear, worry, and anxiety to a, uh, a life of freedom. Oh. And, now, and peace. Now remember, and this is important, he said it has, in a sense, it has nothing to do with the circumstances and the problems you're going to have. Why? Because you're always going to have them. Right. So he says, I'll just, I'll just transform you to where you will not move that direction anymore. When that happens, you're gonna, you're gonna have my nature, which isn't afraid, which, why? Well, I'm gonna resolve this. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, change this, so your nature will change. Um, and then two is that, uh, and he talks about this fruit again in, in John, uh, he says, if you abide in my word, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask for your circumstances to get resolved and my father will do it. By this, you will bear much fruit and my father will be glorified. So that the fruit is actually changed circumstances. It's supernatural stuff. It's resolution. Uh, right. So it said the vine will yield its fruit You'll, you'll start to have a transformation and you won't go to that pattern as much. And then two is that you'll see real resolution. Right. Change circumstances. Right. Um, and, I, and I promise you that. And he'll be glorified and others will see it as well. And others will see it and you'll rejoice. And the more that you do that, the more you get transformed and the quicker mm -hmm. you go from, well, this is causing me worry, fear, and anxiety to I'm going to go to him. Um, and he says he's, he promises to fulfill it. And then he says this, I'm going to cause you to possess all this. Okay, hmm. now, now, now think about that statement. You know, what it, think about the depth of what that means. He says, I'm, I just told you what's going to happen. Right. I'm going to cause you to possess that the word's going to prosper, that uh, the ground is going to yield its, its increase. Uh, that the, the spiritual life is going to refresh you 
and, and real fruit's going to happen. Um, so what does that mean when he says, I'll cause it? Yeah. Okay. What does that, so, flesh that out for us a little bit. Okay, so um, he says, actually, I'm going to do the work to cause it to happen. Okay. Uh, so that tells you something, huh? Okay. So um, really, you're going to do the work. Yes. Um, I'm working both sides of it. Okay, what? Mm. Our, our side of it. Remember, he, and he described, remember he used to describe the remnant. Right. Well, this is for the remnant. What is the remnant? Those who are with me, who are staying with me, walking with me. Okay. So what choice did you have to make? Simply to stay with him. That's it. If, yeah. you, if you choose to stay with me, I just, mm -hmm. you just got to be willing to be made willing. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to cause you right. to, to follow my instruction mm -hmm. and be in the right place at the right time with the right people. And it's not that interesting enough. And this is what's so cool about the work of the Holy Spirit. That even isn't your work. So when people say I have to be obedient, mm -hmm. I say, eh, not really. You just have to be willing to be obedient. Because he'll, he'll cause you to be obedient. Okay, now think mm. about how this works. So uh, there's a heart posture. You're really talking more about a heart posture than a behavior modification. It's a heart posture. And you, uh, you yeah. gave an illustration, um, and this is, uh, I don't know, maybe a month or so ago, but um, <laughs> God had asked you to go down to your dad's and take care of it. Mm -hmm. Right. And you shared, what was your reaction to that? Oh, I don't remember at that time because there's been so many, but you didn't I, want was to, not, you didn't want to I was not thrilled. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> yeah. do that. Um, yeah. I really don't want to do that. Um, and you were resistant mm -hmm. to the to the instruction. Uh, right. Okay. But the choice that you made underneath that mm -hmm. was what? I'm going to do what you say to do. I have a my heart. Answer, I have my answer, my default I have a heart is, to follow you. I'm choosing to stay with you. Mm -hmm. Could you please uh, cause me to mm -hmm. be obedient by understanding right. further and for you to work my yeah. heart? And I'm confessing to you right. that I'm resisting. Authentically, that, that uh, this is not what my heart, yeah. you know, it's funny, Deanne and I just actually had um, a situation similar, uh, not similar to that, but what you're talking about right now, a wrestling out. There was an opportunity. We received um, a text the other day. I, I won't go into all the details on here, but um, really sweet opportunity that was such an honor that someone wanted us to come speak at their church. Um, actually, it's a, at our church um, on abiding. And my first my first response was, you've got to be kidding me. Great honor, but that intimidates me to pieces. <laughs> there is no way we could do this. And immediately God's like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ask me? I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to ask. And you know, my answer is yes, but only if you say yes. <laughs> and so really we, we took a couple of days. We did write back and said, y'all, 
totally honored love that you thought of us but because this is truly because this is such an intimidating thing and we know the gravity and the responsibility of it i am not about to take that step until we both get confirmation and unity that this is not just an opportunity but an assignment right. and so dan and i both had to step back and process and then god you know just opened up the floodgates and showed us exactly um exactly what he was calling and then gave beautiful promises to how he was going to fulfill it right and while it is intimidating for us that he actually has planned purpose and promise in it and that he is going to ready us for the assignment that he's walking us into right right so um i'm going to cause you to possess us through uh, my work and God speaking in you is not that you have to ultimately say, yep, I'm going to do it or no, I'm not going to do it. It's really below that is, well, do you have a heart to let me right. cause you to do it? Right. Um, cause if, and then he can just work with that. Yeah. <laughs> if that's we're he, willing to do that, he'll work with that. That's it. Because he says that, um, see, it doesn't bother me that you're struggling with this. Mm -hmm. um, I understand that. Um, actually, he says, and this is in Hebrews chapter uh, 10, uh, 19 through 25, but it says, we have the privilege of boldly going into the throne room and talking to him. And it says, when you come, come with an authentic heart. Right. Uh, what's, not, what's really on your mind? And so he says, mm -hmm. and this is, this is where where if people could understand this, their whole life would change, is that he says, I know you're struggling with this. Right. <clears throat> Come and talk to me about it. Let me process with you. And my through my uh, work in your Holy Spirit, I'm going to get you to a point, cause you to say yes to this. Right. And it is, doesn't... Where is that verse in the Bible that says, like, you know, come let us reason together? Um Oh, I just read that again recently, but I like when I read that, I think that can you imagine the God of the universe says to us, come, let us reason together. Yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll reason this out with you. You know, I think it's that's beautiful. In, uh, it's what you're talking about. I can't remember. I think that's in at. Isaiah. Hold on. Yeah, here it is. Probably. Isaiah, I'm in Isaiah, Isaiah, <laughs> Isaiah 1, 8, 118. Okay. Uh, come now. Mm -hmm. uh, let us reason together, says the Lord. Uh, though your skins are like scarlet, though they will be white as snow, though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. If mm -hmm. you are willing and obedient, mm -hmm. you shall eat the good of the land. If you refuse and rebel, you shall be eaten by the sword. <laughs> uh, and so he says, let us reason if you're willing. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and he adds in a sense in there, ultimately obedient. Why? Because I'm right. going to, and this is where what, you're, what we're getting to is, I'm going to cause you to be obedient. Um, right. That'll be my work. And all I care about for you is to be willing and how. Right. Keep talking to me. Stay with right. me. And even the, part of that causing, like I think sometimes we can hear that word and think, okay, he's taking away our free will. He's forcing, he's whatever. And no, that causing is more, no, I'm giving you the assurance. I'm cheering you on. I'm giving you the instruction and, and the promises that will help you because you have a heart surrendered to step into what I'm inviting you to. Yeah. And why? Because you stayed with me to mm -hmm. where you understood and saw, and okay, I got it. Um, and now I've told you the truth about this. And you've received the truth about that. So that, uh, 
hey honey, I want I want you to go down to your dad's. Nah, I don't want to. Okay. Um, are you willing to talk to me? Yes. Okay, I'm going to cause you to to come to a point where you say, okay. I understand the truth of this. I'm willing to do it. I don't know the full result of it yet, but I now see, because you spent time, and he right. said it doesn't matter. You know, and, we, and we talked about this, like, for and example. And he readied my heart even further, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and like we talked about with, uh, like, uh, remember when Saul was converted? Mm-hmm. Um, and you go into the city and wait. Uh, Ananias, here I am, Lord. Uh, go, You're uh, telling me to do what? Go anoint uh, Saul, uh, and he'll receive a sight. Uh, do you know who you're talking about? Uh, <laughs> Are the, you sure? The guy who's trying to kill me, uh, no. No, I don't want to do that. Um, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, but Ananias, see, kept speaking to God. I'm willing to let you share with me more. And okay, let me tell you more. Let me tell you understand more. Let me give you clarity about this. It didn't bother God that he was resisting. And he said, what I care about is that you have a heart to stay with me. I'll do the work to show you, persuade you, convince you that your choice is, is what I'm telling you. By the way, and this is where we'll get into the covenant, uh, the more that you understand his will is best and done better all the time. Right. The right. Easier, easier it becomes, Yeah. even when there's a struggle with, but I know your will is best and done better, so I'll keep going. So I'll keep going. Until, exactly. Until I get clarity. You know? And so, uh, you know, like, for example, when Linda was, she was struggling with learning forgiveness. Uh, mm-hmm. She understood it. God gave her, you know, I need you to go to forgiveness. But it was a resistance. Yeah, but right. they did this. And no, I can't just do that. No, I don't. I, no, I, no, I, I don't have. But Linda said, I'm willing to stay with you. Right. And God caused her through her staying with her to, to receive the truth mm-hmm. and the freedom and the joy of forgiveness about a particular situation. And the only thing that she had to do, stay with it. That was it. Yeah, stay, that's stay beautiful. Yeah. And he produces uh, it. Yeah. 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 So we'll get into this more. But uh, uh, he says, you know, what I say is going to happen. Uh, your ground's going to yield its increase. Uh, it's going to happen in reality. Uh, that This Holy Spirit is going to refresh you along the way. Mm-hmm. And the fruit of the vine, of you staying connected to the vine, is going to happen. Uh, I'm going to cause you to possess it. And that means I'm going to resolve this issue that you got. Mm. And I'm going to cause you to actually experience, this is cool. I'm going to cause you to actually experience the resolution. Mm. And all you got to do is just say, okay, I'll go with you. Um, That's beautiful, right? It it really is beautiful. So we'll we'll pick this up again tomorrow. Uh, More on Zachariah. There's more here. Uh, Beautiful truth here. But uh, uh, it's 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 a very powerful statement is I'm going to work both sides of it. All I need you to do, you know, children, is just stay with me. I'll get you. There. Awesome. I'll get. I will get you there. You know, right. and it'll happen. You know, that's that's the cool thing. So we'll uh, we'll pick this up again tomorrow. All right, looking forward to it. That was today's. This whole passage is just a great passage, reminding people honestly the promise 
of peace and how he yes. delivers yes. too. So I hope everyone found that encouraging today. And, um, and just remember your invitation that Amen. he wants to, he wants to reason with you today. Yeah, so. right. Come and reason yeah. with me. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. We'll, All right. Uh, have we'll, a great afternoon. Right. We'll, we'll see, see you tomorrow. tomorrow. Yep. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.